Good morning, Grace Church. I almost went up on the stool to match Aaron's height, but I said no. I'll be honest here. Um, no, I, uh, I'm, Matthew, I'm Matt Smith, uh, ministry intern here, and so honestly, this weekend has been pretty special, obviously with family and friends for me personally, but then also the Christmas Eve service yesterday for me was pretty Pretty amazing. That's the first time I've ever sang Silent Night with the candles um, and just kind of seeing that. That was pretty beautiful. Um, so thank you. I'm celebrating a, a first Christmas with a new church family. So I really appreciate you guys welcoming me. Um, so Pastor Aaron asked me to share a quick devotional, and I titled the devotional A Christmas Identity. And, um, you know, th this passage has been kind of following me the last couple weeks, and so it's been prepping me for Christmas, and um, I, I had it in work. The, the passage came to me at work for a Devo, and then my first week teaching with kids worship, it was the passage as well. So I kind of said, you know what, I'm just going to share what God has been doing in my heart through this, through this passage. So we're going to look at Galatians 4, um, Galatians chapter 4, verses 4 through 7. I'm just going to read it out quickly, and then I'll share. But when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law, so that we might receive adoption as sons. And because you are sons, God has sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. So you are no longer a slave, but a son. And if a son than an heir through God. See, I think a lot of times if we look at a gift, a gift can be really a really bad thing if you give it at the wrong time, right? You give a million dollars to an eight-year-old, <clears throat> he might lose his teeth on a bunch of candy. But if you give a million dollars to a child or to a, an, a mature child, it can be a very great gift. And I think of this first, in that first statement where it says, but when the fullness of time had come. I mean, timing is the key to perfection, isn't it? You know, perfection demands timing. And if our father is perfect, then we have to acknowledge that when he says the fullness of time had come, in other words, we could say that on Christmas, God is saying, it was the perfect time to give you the gift of my son. And what I love about that is, I, I think about a father or, or even some of you today, this Christmas, and isn't it hard to wait to give a Christmas to a loved one? Like you can't wait to see the smile on their face. But the father, he was waiting to give his son to us before we were even born. And so I don't know all the reasons why 2,000 years ago was the perfect time. But there's two reasons I'd like to share with you. The first reason is this. The cross was invented. And I'll touch on that a little later. But here's the second reason. I think it was time for an identity change for his people. See, look, it says that he sent forth his son. Brothers and sisters, he could have sent another prophet, but, and Jesus was a prophet. He could have sent just another high priest, and Jesus is our high priest. And he could have sent just another king, 
And Jesus is our king, but he sent his son. Why is that so important? Because we all have many labels in our lives, identities. We have a lot of us, it'll be what we do, our job, or it'll be maybe our, our hobbies or maybe sports. I'm an athlete, I'm a painter, I'm a musician. But there's no greater identity than to be called a son or a daughter. And you know why? Because a son or daughter doesn't have to perform to be loved by their parents. A son or daughter doesn't have to um, ask for their needs or wants or desires with fear. They ask their parents boldly for them. But here's my favorite. A son or daughter doesn't have to pay the bills. <laughs> That's my favorite. But there was one son who does pay the bills. When he became an adult, this son, where we're celebrating on Christmas, he was born to, we're celebrating his birth, and he was a gift to all people, but with a destiny to die for all people, to pay the bills. And what are the bills? The bills are our sins. See, but parents, I want you to look. I, one of my favorite things about Grace Church is, is the families. And parents, I want you to look at your children. Would you dare ask them for the mortgage or rent next month? I don't think so. See, but if you wouldn't ask your children for the rent or mortgage, then that means that you could see what the father's heart is towards you and me today. If, if you won't ask for the mortgage, then what God did was he paid the bills. He paid for our sins by himself through Jesus' death. So you can't see this morning, this Christmas morning, also without acknowledging the fact that Jesus would die. And so I say all this to say that on this Christmas morning, we see and we celebrate that he's born and the gift that he is. But we also are looking towards his death, which in a couple months, it'll be Easter. But here's the key. We also look at the resurrection. It doesn't just stop at his death. It stops at his, it, 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 it finishes with his resurrection. And so this is what I want to say to you. If you are looking, let me look at this last verse, actually. Let's say this. The last verse says, so you are no longer a son, but a, no longer a slave, but a son. And if a son, then an heir through God. So this is what Christmas is about. That on Christmas morning, when you receive the son, you become a son and daughter of the Most High. When you receive the son, you receive the righteousness of God. When you receive the son, you no longer are chasing after perfection to get to heaven. The kingdom is yours and mine. See, I, on Christmas, when you receive the son, you receive the right to call out Abba, Father. And nothing catches the ear of, the fa of a father more than when a son or daughter cries out. So I want to close with this short story really quickly. A couple weeks ago, I went, um, I, I purchased tickets to go to a Christmas concert um, every year. I take my mom, me and my mom. But 
I was I dropped the eight ball, I dropped the ball, and I didn't get the tickets in time, and the tick in the um, the show sold out. And so I was freaking out. I was ma, I, I don't know. We do it every year, but we're not going to be able to go. And my mom said something. She goes, "Wait, but don't you know the producer from work of the show?" And it hit me. I went, "Oh wow, yeah, that's true." I said, "Let me shoot her a text." So I shoot Annie a text, and I say, "Annie, hey, I." I can, can you get me two tickets to the show? She goes, absolutely. She goes, come, at, come Thursday at 7 o'clock. I'm like, all right. So we're walking, and we're getting to the church doors to go to the show, and my mom goes, do you have a ticket? I go, no. She goes, did you pay for these? I go, no. She goes, what are we going to do? I said, I'm just going to say Annie's name. <laughs> so I get to the door, and the guy, the usher, does the same thing. He goes, Sir, where's your ticket? I said, I don't have one. Goes, Can I check online? Did you purchase one? No. I go, but I'm with Annie. And he goes, oh, come with me. Two tickets. I mean, two seats. And brothers and sisters, as I was walking, the gospel hit me there. I'm not going to go. We're not going to heaven based on because we purchased the ticket because of our good works. The bill is, the ticket's too costly. We're not going to heaven. We're not going to stand before God and say, God, I get to come in because I was good enough. When we stand before the, the pearly gates, if you will, and we stand before God, we're going to say one thing. I know the guy and his name is Jesus. That's it. And so all I'm going to say is this, brothers and sisters, don't let another Christmas pass you by without receiving your sonship and your daughtership by receiving the son. And if you already are a son and daughter, don't miss this. The gift is not heaven. The gift is and will always be Jesus, the son. Merry Christmas. Let's pray. Father, I thank you, Lord, for everyone here. I thank you for just who you are, and I pray, I pray this morning that anyone who is longing to know you, I pray that they would see that you came to know us even before we were seeking you. And so, Father, I pray, I pray that from this Christmas and, and every day after, we would make it our one aim. Our one aim is that we may know you, not perform for you. I pray, Father, that we would walk knowing that it's not about what we know, but it's about who we know. And his name is Jesus. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.